Welcome to the Bright and Wise Podcast. I'm Leslie Ferry, your host and founder of Brise, an app designed to empower individuals and ignite their career success. On our Bright and Wise Podcast, we integrate practical skills development guidance with stories of exceptional people who share how they got to where they are today and where they want to go next. Keep listening to hear how you can become bright and wise. If you've been listening to this bonus series of the Bright and Wise podcast, you know we are exploring how to achieve different career goals in this new year. Today, I'm going to delve into how to strengthen weak work relationships. As we all know, humans are unique and complicated. We have individual talents, different stressors, competing personal and work responsibilities, personal traits, different approaches to work, and more. In order to be successful at work, we need to know how to navigate the uniqueness of our colleagues to ensure we work effectively together. To build strong, collaborative relationships from the start, we need to understand different work styles and human traits and our organization's functional area responsibilities and natural cross-department tensions. We also need to be masterful at conducting relationship check-ins to ensure that they stay on track. And when a relationship gets off track, we need to invest time and effort to get it back on course so that it doesn't negatively affect our work quality or that of our other coworkers. That process starts with having what can feel like a tough conversation. But when we approach these relationship situations like other problems that need solving, even if human traits and emotions come into play, we can find successful solutions. Think of that initial conversation as part of the data gathering step of the problem solving process. Let's explore each of these in a bit more detail. Because we work in a knowledge economy today, we rely on the thoughts and ideas of others to get our job done, and they rely on us. This reliance requires us to have strong, positive working relationships with varied personalities and work styles. There are four general work styles, which are defined by how an individual approaches relationships at work and their overall communication style. Different organizations have different names, but we like to refer to them at Brise as harmonizer, introspective, energizer, and captain. Each work approach classification has its own pros and cons, so no one is better or worse than the other. They're just different. If you are unaware of how individuals approach work, you may misinterpret your colleagues' behaviors. For example, some people are so averse to conflict that they will do anything to avoid it, like appearing to disappear. Others who are not as bothered by conflict might misinterpret that person's disappearing act as not caring about their work or a lack of commitment, which is typically not the case. They're just uncomfortable with conflict and sometimes even healthy debate situations. So they try not to get involved in those situations. Some individuals focus heavily on creating friendships at work before getting down to the task at hand. Others see relationship building as secondary to accomplishing goals. It doesn't mean they don't care about building relationships, typically quite the contrary. They just have a different primary focus because of their goal-oriented nature. Again, neither is right or wrong, just different. 
Knowing our colleagues' work styles will eliminate misinterpreting their behaviors. Then there are functional area differences. And at times, the varied responsibilities of one department can seem at odds with the goals or responsibilities of another, creating natural tension. But these natural tensions are essential because they enable an organization to remain ethically and financially healthy. We need to understand these differences and respect them to work productively with other functional areas. One way to strengthen your knowledge of a colleague's work styles, preferred communication approach, and understanding their stressors is to periodically conduct a relationship check-in. The purpose of a relationship check-in is to confirm we are working or collaborating well with another person. You should certainly conduct check-ins with your direct manager, but you should also conduct check-ins with anyone you work with closely and frequently. Confirming you are in alignment with others will ensure you are collaborating effectively and working towards the same goal. These check-ins are not a performance review, but rather a working relationship interaction check-in. Successful check-ins lead to discovering areas where both partners in the relationship can adjust so they work together productively. Maybe one person prefers getting project updates once a week in person, while another may be comfortable with a weekly email. We've included a conducting check-in approach in the collaboration content in Brise that demonstrates how to get started and then how to conduct ongoing check-ins. But sometimes relationships still get off track. When we've had a disagreement with a colleague, it needs to be addressed timely so it doesn't lead to larger issues. This typically means having what could feel like a tough conversation. We need to approach these conversations with empathy and intellectual humility. The critical element to having these conversations is being open-minded to understanding the other person's point of view. There's no point in approaching a relationship-repairing conversation if you are not yet open-minded to understanding the other person and to possibly hearing negative feedback about your behavior in the eyes of that other person. After getting in the right, open-minded mindset, we then need to prepare for these conversations in advance, setting a goal or desired outcome, and then formulating what we would like to say based on the information we know. Then during the conversation, we need to quiet our inner voice and attempt to control our emotions so that we actively listen for understanding and to discover how to get the relationship back on track. Rise also includes steps for preparing for, having, and following up on these tough conversations in our collaboration content. We don't need to be best friends with all of our colleagues, but we do need to work productively with everyone. Get to know your colleagues beyond a superficial hello and commit to strengthening any weaker relationships. If you find our podcast interesting, please leave us a rating and review so others can benefit too. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.